Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, July 26, 2022, and this is day 1589 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and adore you and glorify you in all of our ways. We acknowledge you above all others, Father. Thank you so much for directing our path and equipping us with the power of the Holy Spirit to go forth and do everything you've called us to do for this day. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. And I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Um, Just wanted to give you a quick little update on T-Zone. We will be having our graduation uh, of our youth on August 21st. Uh, from 3 to 5 p.m. at Destiny Life Center at our church. And uh, again, it will be August 21st from 3 to 5 at Destiny Life Center across the street from the Royals Stadium and Chiefs Stadium. So more so across from the Royals Stadium. Uh, But yeah, we'd love for you to come out. We appreciate all that you've done and that you're doing to support us. And we would love for you to come out and witness what you have been partnering your part what your partnership has done just to see uh these wonderful youth and what they're doing and how they're learning and yeah and they'll be sharing about what they're learning too so we encourage you to come on out and then uh, we'd like to invite you to join us on Wednesday nights from 6:30 to 7:30 for for life talk It is, we're talking about the word of God and how it applies to our lives and living healthy and, you know, just enjoying life to the fullest. So we do that on Zoom and you can go to our website at uh, JackieBikesMinistries.org and the link and the password will be there. All right, it's time to get to the powerful word of God. Today's message is Inside Out. Yeah, we're talking about doing things so different. It's time to get indignant about the injustice that is taking place. And that is exactly what Jesus did here. We're coming out of Mark chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. Uh, Mark uh, chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. So he says, uh, a man with leprosy came to him, talking about came to Jesus, and begged on his knees, begged him on his knees, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. He reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately, the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. So to be indignant is feeling or showing anger because of something unjust or unworthy. And it was this man, leprosy was highly contagious. 
people looked down on people that had leprosy. And, and we'll get into more of, a, of that in, in, in our point. So let me go ahead and finish. So he, he said, Jesus just said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell this to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in the lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere. How can you keep this good thing to yourself? This man probably said, okay, but he could not wait to go testify what happened, right? It is some, most times it's a little difficult to keep good news to yourself. But Jesus had a reason for that. He, you know, he was really trying to, um, <clears throat> you know, maneuver through towns and do his work uh, without lots of attention. It just wasn't time for that yet. But uh, this man <laughs> could not keep it to himself that he was healed from this tragic disease. So let's go to our point. Point number one. What is one thing you can think of that can divide us, create havoc between loved ones, even to the point of causing harm to one another and to the point of death? Well, that's sin. Sin, sin, sin is what can do all these things. And leprosy was highly contagious, as I said before. And it... um it would slowly ruin the body and in most cases were fatal. Lepers were separated from family and friends and confined outside the camp. People would actually uh, throw stones or rocks at lepers uh, if it looked like they were getting too close so that they would not um, contaminate them so they felt. Uh, and if they thought they were yeah, getting too close to them, to keep them at a distance. Priests were responsible for the health of the camp. It was their duty to expel and readmit lepers into the community. So they had the power to put you out of the community if you had any type of skin disease. And they would typically fall under the umbrella of leprosy. And leprosy was so bad that it would mess with your um, nerve nerve endings and uh, your finger, like tips of people's fingers would be gone. Tips of their noses would fall off. Uh, their toes would fall off. Uh, and they um, would have to walk around. If they did uh, come anywhere near the community, they had to be covered up and they'd have to walk through and shout out, unclean, unclean to warn the people that they were not clean. If someone's leprosy appeared to go away, only the priest could decide if that person was truly cured. Leprosy is an illusion of sin because sin is contagious and destructive and leads to separation. Think about it. 
So in a sense, we've all had leprosy before we accepted Jesus, the one who died to cleanse us from our sins and reconcile us back to the Father. Point number two, how do you feel about sin? Have you accepted your cleansing, your healing, your deliverance? The Lord sees our heart. He sees the inside of us, the real value of who we are. Are you caught up with the outside of the people you deal with to the point that you can't truly share God's unconditional love with them? We must be like Jesus and get indignant about unfair treatment towards others simply because of the way they look or the way they function. You notice Jesus touched the leper. That people, I'm sure, look down look down upon him for doing that. Like, oh my gosh, you're going to touch him? Could you imagine not being touched for years, months, whatever, because of something that was happening to you that you had no control over? Same happens to us. We're born into sin. We cannot heal ourselves from sin. We um, cannot typically stop ourselves uh, from sinning until we accept Jesus. You know, there may still be some things we think are okay to do because, you know, it's just the norm. (laughs) And once we encounter Jesus, then we can be truly clean and free. And so we that are clean and free, We don't have the right to look down upon others or put them down because of it, because they don't know Jesus yet, because they're still unclean. We were once in the same situation. So we need to make sure to treat people fairly and justly. You know, I was at a um, symposium Friday, and it was for black uh, nonprofit uh, organizations because One of the things that's been happening over the years are that black organizations, nonprofit organizations have not been, uh, they've not been given or the funding that's available has not been shared with them as readily as it has for uh, non-black nonprofit organizations. So this symposium a young woman started this, uh, the NIA project. Um, Terry is Terry started this. I don't know Terry's last name right off, but she started this and began a directory uh, to start letting people know that hey, these are some black nonprofits that you can invest in if you're looking to do specifically that or to help us to be included in the group. She became indignant with the unfair treatment. And so she had um, all, it was a a good 50 organizations there represented that were black organizations. And then she had different uh, funders there that were saying, hey, we want to help fund you. We believe in you. We believe in what you're doing. And we would like to talk with you. There were several of them there. There were people there that were sharing, you know, tips and teaching us because so many of the things that uh, it that the requirements 
to get funding, many of the Black organizations are just not aware of, um, just because. Um, and how to not write too lengthy of a proposal and to get to the point. Well, there was one uh, funder there, and uh, it was, it blew me away. He got up and he shared, and he shared uh, from basically the inside out of this whole uh, philanthropy, philanthropy uh, perspective. And he said that they don't require you to fill out all this paperwork because honestly, it takes so much time for me to do the paperwork that it's really hard for me to get to doing the work. So he said, they don't require you to do all that. Even their application, he said, the application process is just a few questions. And I was like, what? I was sitting on the edge of my seat. Like, what? I've never heard of this. He said, yeah, we're more so about relationship giving. We want to just get to know you. We want to get to know you and your family. We want to get to know your organization, what you're doing. We don't need you to fill out paperwork because that's going to take away from you doing the great work that you do. He said that he's partnered with other uh, organizations that donate money to him to give out. And so what he wants to do is just write you the check. And then he said, you can do with that money whatever you need to do. You don't have to write up, here's what I want to do. I want to do A, B, C, and D. He said, once they get to know you, then they feel comfortable doing that. You know, and I thought, wow, that is just unheard of, right? But that is what so many of you do. You send us funding, uh, you, you partner with us, and you don't have us give you a report. You don't have us, uh, you know, say, you know, this is what we did with this chunk of money and this is what we did with that chunk of money. You know, it is enough to do the work. And that is what God is doing. He's shifting things in the way we see it, in the way that we do it, so that his work will be done and not be affected by all the unnecessary extras that are required just because somebody felt that that was something they wanted done. And uh, that is what Jesus proved here <laughs> with this man. He, he didn't have to go through all the ritualistic things that they used to have to go through uh, to cl be cleansed of leprosy. There were so many more steps that they would have to do and <clears throat> to prove that they were clean and uh, to prove it. I'll never forget there was this man that um, used to come to our church years ago named Jesse. And I've shared his story. But on the outside, Jesse looked like a person that was an alcoholic. He drank all the time. And he was. Um, I never saw him sober. He walked up and down Prospect and staggering up and down the street. He uh, typically had on the same old coveralls every single day. He did not smell good. He would come to our church on Wednesday nights, maybe a couple of times a month. And uh, we would have dinner every Wednesday night. And he uh, would come to eat a meal. He would greet us. I don't ever, ever recall Mr. Jesse ever 
being disrespectful. He always treated us with dignity and respect. And he would say, hi, Pastor Jackie, how are you doing? And I said, I'm doing good. How are you doing? And I would give him a hug, just like I would everyone else. And then he would say, how's mom's doing? And I said, she's doing good. And come on in. And he would say the same thing (laughs) again. And I wouldn't say, you just told me that, or you just said that. I would just, it's fine. Come on in, have a seat. And um, and he would, I'd say, you want something to eat? And he would say, yeah, yeah, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'm like, no, I'll get it for you because he was a little shaky. And so he would spill things. And so I would get in and he made a big mess, make a mess around his, where he was eating on the floor and uh, he was eating at the table, but a lot of it would spill. And he'd say, I'm so sorry, Jackie. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. We'll get it cleaned up. And I'd get it up. And then uh, this one particular day during Bible study, I was sharing about how people uh, were donating or actually sacrificing, I should say, their children to, um, uh, to the fire. They were throwing them into the fire, worshiping an idol, doing idol worshiping. And it was horrific. And all of a sudden, Jesse began to cry and weep out loud. He was so hurt. And I stopped teaching at that moment and went over to him. And everyone was concerned and was all around him. What's wrong, Jesse? What's wrong? And he said, when I was in Vietnam, kids would offer us a pack of cigarettes and it could be a bomb in it. And we were told to kill them. And he said, I had to kill children and women for nothing. And he just wept and wept. And we were all so sad because we had no idea that that is what he had to do and to kill innocent people. And then how that weighed heavily upon him for many, many years. When he was in this Vietnam War, whatever you want to call it, protecting the United States, protecting all of us. And he came home and was not received. And he just began to drink. He did not get the help that he needed to get past what he was dealing with. And Jesse, though, the one thing I will say, Jesse accepted Jesus one day at church. And he was made clean, (laughs) oh, glory to God, on the inside out. And he went on, transitioned on to be with the Lord. And it was really sad because we didn't know until a year later or so that he had transitioned on. But we know that he is with the Lord. And I am so grateful that I had the opportunity to encounter Jesse. I became indignant about people, judging people, putting them down just because of the way they look on the outside. And that is how Jesus is. And that's how he wants us to be 
when people are not treated fairly, just because of who they are, their skin color, what they look like, what they do, that does not please God. And we need to begin to make a difference. Just as Jesse did, just as these funders are doing, just as you are doing. It is time to step it up. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that is the key. That is why we do what we do. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And also, Don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org. Learn more about what we're doing in the community with our youth, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, and entrepreneurship development. And we're also teaching them peer mediation. We're teaching them uh, human and sex trafficking awareness. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.